Hey, everybody. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 40. Hello. Uh, I'm Tiffany Dillon. And I'm Kevin Dillon. And we're Fake Headlines Podcasters. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually real. That's a real fact. <laughs> the first of many facts you'll hear on tonight's program. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all facts, all the time. If this is the first time you're listening to this show, uh, each week, Tiffany and I scour the internet to try to find some bizarre headlines, and we grab one, we make up two more to go along with it, and then we present each other with three headlines and we try to guess which one is real. It's a fun trickery. It's fun trickery. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what the headlines are. Yeah. And so the conversation just unfolds in front of everyone at the same time. Yeah. And, uh, all right. I don't really have anything to talk about. I don't either. It's been a pretty dull week around the Dylan house. Sure. Sure has. (laughs) Well, let's jump into it. I believe I'm reading my articles first this week. Yeah. And uh, let me grab them here. Episode 40. This is Fake 40. (laughs) All right. Here are my three headlines for the week, Tiffany. Okay. Article number one. Move over, bird box challenge. Gross. Now there's a Marie Kondo challenge. Blindfolded folding. (laughs) Move over, Bird Box Challenge. Now there is a Marie Kondo Challenge. Blindfolded folding. Okay. Headline number two. Uh huh. <laughs> My phone shut down. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't handle any more lies. Headline number two. <laughs> Headline number two. Uh huh. He spent 10 years alone. Now Romeo, the world's loneliest frog, may have finally found a Juliet that he can save his species. Son of a bitch. What? Is that your... That's my headline. Oh! Oh! It's happened twice now. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, folks, here's the deal. Out Out of 40... Okay, this is episode number 40, so out of 40 episodes, this has happened to us twice. And the... The last time it had to do with googly eyed fish. That's right. And this time it has to do with Romeo the Frog. And I had to, I was in the other room folding laundry and I was also looking on YouTube how to pronounce certain things. Uh, I had to look that up too. Because I was like, I, what are you, what is this species? The Seishuan frog or whatever. Sehekus? Sehekus. I got to look at the word. Yeah, you're right. I had to look it up too. I think it's Sehekus or something. You're right, because as we were preparing for the show, I also Googled the pronunciation of the frog as well. <laughs> now, uh, where did you get your headline from? Uh, mine was from CNN. CNN, yeah. Mine was from NPR. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, you know, it was very risky. Um, so I think what we'll do, uh, maybe let's let's talk about this headline. Okay. And the article. Sounds good. And then we'll pause. We'll come up with a, a new real headline and i'm sorry you have to come up with another fake headline God damn it i really wanted to talk about marie kondo i do too (laughs) we can still slip that in because she's a very important person i think in pop culture right now (laughs) um yeah so uh bolivian sehenkus sehenkus water frog that's what he is bolivian sehenkus water frog yeah. Yeah. So he spent 10 years alone. Now Romeo, the world's loneliest frog, may have finally found a Juliet that can save the species. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So I'll just start. I'll go into it. I'll start reading yeah. the, uh, the, the article here. So the world's loneliest frog is finally close to relationship status. 
Scientists have found a potential mate for Romeo, the say what is it again? Sahecus. Sahecus water frog, who's been alone and single for the last ten years. Housed in a museum in Bolivia, Romeo is considered possibly the last living water frog of its kind. The big-eyed amphibian won hearts worldwide last year when conservationists created a playful Match.com profile for him. Isn't that funny? <laughs> See, my headline, um, my article didn't include uh, the backstory to the Match.com oh, article, okay. but it was referenced. Gotcha. So that's interesting. Go ahead. Says, now Romeo and his love interests, who scientists have named Juliet, of course, will now be set up on a blind date this Valentine's Day as part of an effort to save the species. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. Holy cannoli. They talk about how uh, they talk about how they're the opposites, they're opposites of each other, how Juliet's a little more high energy and Romeo's oh. a little more chill. Oh, a high energy frog. Yeah. Okay. A zoologist Teresa Camacho then led a frog search expedition last month through Bolivia's cloud forest. She and her team would stick their hands in creeks and feel for water frogs, <laughs> since the creatures can't easily be spotted where they live underwater. That sounds like my childhood. I was always in, <laughs> in a pond catching frogs. We were tired, wet, and disappointed. <laughs> that was actually Romeo's uh, Match.com profile headline. Y- yeah, tired, wet, and disappointed. Tired, wet, and disappointed. <laughs> Weird, it was mine too before I met you. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was one of those uh, Pepe the Frog memes. <laughs> I had some strange beliefs back then. That I've <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, so we were tired, wet, and disappointed. Says Camacho, who <laughs> believes the climate, who believes that climate change and contaminated waterways have driven the water frog close to extinction. And then she said, "Let's do one more creek." And then they found just Juliet. one more, just one more. Yeah, and it was worth it. So I hope the date goes well. I'm, I'm. It's a lot of pressure, like on a first date. Yeah, I know. And like, I mean, she's got to do a lot of shaving. I assume, <laughs> you know. He might too. He might get that uh, lawnmower thing. That manscaper, manscape lawnmower they advertise on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Maybe that thing works wonders. Maybe she has one too. You don't know. That's true. Uh. Yeah, that's interesting. (laughs) Also interesting that we picked the same article, which is really cute. It shouldn't surprise us, either of us, that we were both drawn to a Lonely Frog article. (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) Right up our alley. It was was a step up from the headline that I'd seen kind of recently. I think it was from National Geographic where it was like, the world's loneliest snail dies alone. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, that's that's grim. Happy 2019. You know, what's really sad, too, is that snail was on its way to its first date, but it just took too long to get there. Oh. Uh, yeah. No cell sad. service. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no cell service, and he was tired of self-service. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sorry I said that. Yeah, you should be. I immediately regretted that joke as soon as I looked at you. Yeah. <laughs> Which was as I was saying it. Because you were like, that's not the kind of lady that no. needs to be hearing those jokes. No, but you did make a filthy joke moments ago about a frog, though. So I did. I think I, we're even. Yeah. <laughs> well, All right. Cool. So after consulting the Fake Headlines podcast rule book, because we both had the same real article this week, we will have to go back to the drawing board. So, and I have to toss my Marie Kondo article because... Yeah. And you know what? We'll still talk about her. Okay. We we can talk about her um, maybe when we come back. All right. So we're going to pause and we'll be right back with 
the reboot of Fake Headlines Podcast, episode 40. We'll do uh, episode 40.5? No, let's do 6.40.25389. All right, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. We'll be right back. (laughs) Here we go. All right, we are back. We did it. Every time we do that, I forget how to unpause it. So we had to take a little break and do some research and writing real quick. Yeah. And uh, we're it, back at it. Yeah. And if you're just joining us, that's weird. Because uh, it was a long time for us, but probably just uh, a blink of an eye for you. Yeah. All right. So I was reading my articles first, and we'll we'll try to start this over again as we present to you now Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 40.62143. Yes. All right. That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. All right. Here are my three headlines for the week. Headline number one. Pizza Hut and Amazon Kindle partner for new Book It program. Pizza Hut and Amazon Kindle partner for new Book It program. Nice. Headline number two. Mom finds CD in drawer, but can't believe her eyes when she sees what's on it. Oh, boy. Mom finds CD in drawer, but can't believe her eyes when she sees what's on it. (laughs) Okay. And headline number three. Electric self-balancing unicycles are the millennial trend you kind of saw coming. What? (laughs) Electric self-balancing unicycles are the millennial trend you kind of saw coming. (laughs) Oh, gross. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a segue, but douchier. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I imagined. Yeah. Yes. Remember when we were in New York City and we saw a guy on a unicycle? Well, which time? There seemed to be one on every corner. <laughs> <laughs> was there more than once? No, but there was like a family. Was no, like a, it was like a dad and a son. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, there was like a family of unicyclists. Like the dad was trying to teach his kid how to unicycle? Yeah. It's <laughs> Meanwhile, the mom was just juggling the baby. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was like two of those flaming things in a baby. Yeah. <laughs> which is a new uh, movie with Steve Gutenberg and Tom Selleck, where yeah. they're all dads. Yeah. Three men. Three. <laughs> I don't know where that joke was going. <laughs> I, uh, I was following. <laughs> yeah, I do recall that. That was just strange. It was just like typical. It was just like the quintessential, like study of millennialism in brooklyn yeah yeah family of unicyclists yeah interesting okay so pizza hut and kindle partner together for a new book it program it sounds great so is this this is just for kids who are school age right so they can could that's what the book it program was you read so many books like i remember participating but i don't remember the details of it yeah i can't remember either i I also remember being a part of it i know at my parents house i still have a big book it pin yeah we saw that oh oh the the pin yeah oh okay what were you gonna say well there you at christmas time you had that oh um, yeah that that like a beverage cooler yeah dispenser (laughs) what do you call that i don't know a A giant thermos giant thermos I guess. <laughs> Take Thermos sh- for the thirsty kids every, ready for all Kool-Aid? I don't know. Every week you question whether or not you're an alien or not. Do I? Where are those <laughs> beverage containing 
<laughs> cylindrical objects to put the liquid in. I'm a real person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that thing, I, it's a Pizza Hut branded like giant thermos. And I don't think I got that through Book It, but I thought that was a oh. funny, yeah, I just okay. that was a funny joke. I'm not sure where that was I from. I couldn't remember what it, what it said on it, if it just said Pizza Hut or if it was also Book It. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe so, I know my sister used to be friends with someone that worked at Pizza Hut in our hometown. Oh. Maybe they got it from there. I don't know why we would have Pizza Hut merch at our house. I don't know. Because that thing was in good shape, too. Like, the logo was very pristine. Yeah. It was a red and white giant thermos. I feel like, well, your family has always been like, Pizza Hut's pretty decent. You know what? I can't lie. <laughs> That's true. We were a Pizza Hut family growing up. Yeah. We used to go there quite a bit on Friday nights for dinner. That was a big <laughs> outing. Let's go to Pizza Hut. <laughs> Never drank so much Mountain Dew in my life. <laughs> we always had like a pitcher of Mountain Dew for some reason. Yeah. Now I want pizza. I know. And that salad bar. Yeah. First time I ever had a chickpea in my life. I still remember it. It was a big moment. <laughs> Here we are eating <laughs> eating them every day. <laughs> Put chickpeas on my salad. 35 years later. <laughs> 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 Gotta get that protein. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so so I think with the book hair program, you had to read so many. Well, can you look it up? I don't want to look it up in case this is a real headline. And I don't want to have something revealing. So, um, yeah, so I think the book it program, you did it in you know grade school. I remember grade school specifically. I don't remember any older than that. But I also switched schools. And then you would read so many books and then basically get like a ribbon or, um, you know, free meals at Pizza Hut or something, I think. Right. The book program is offered to students in grades kindergarten through sixth grade. So ages yeah. five to 12. Yeah. So grade school. Okay. Yeah. So how does the book it program work? So each year from October to March, teachers set reading goals for students in their classes, number of minutes, number of pages, etc. So I think they have some kind of uh, like uh, power over kind of handing out the certificates and stuff like that. I think there's like a set thing that you have to do. I think oh. it's just, um, so you get one free, one topping personal pan pizza, a prize and a sticker each month they achieve their goal. So whatever that goal might be. So maybe the goals are kind of catered and towards, you know, maybe regional or specific Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I'm glad they still have that. It is very cool. Personal pan pizza. Now I want one. I would read a book right now for a pizza. I would too. That's probably the only reason, only thing that would motivate me really. My brother got me a, uh, a golden girls book for Christmas. Uh, Twas the night before Christmas, like <laughs> the golden girls edition one. So we should read that before we go to bed tonight. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Christmas. No. It's Christmas every day with the Golden Girls. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Happy belated right? birthday to Betty White. Her birthday was this week. Was it really? Yeah. What is she, like 95? Yeah, something about that. Very very nice. Something about that. Something, something about that. Yeah. Sometimes phrases come out of my mouth. I can understand why you question whether or not I'm an alien. Mm. See? I do my best to be as normal as possible. <laughs> uh, so... It, we, okay, so now that we know the official rules for Book It, so if they partner up with Kindle, I wonder if that means that they would have to still read a certain a number certain number of books under, um, you know, certain qualifications. Right, a certain amount of time spent reading. So those might actually be easier with a Kindle because you yeah. could uh, kind of automate some of that tracking. Uh huh. 
and, yeah. and take cheating out of it too. Yeah. Cause I'm going to be honest with you. I could see myself lying a little bit to get pizza as a kid. <laughs> Hell, I could see myself lying as an adult to get a little bit of pizza. <laughs> I, uh, I don't doubt that. I wonder how many, what percentage of cheating took place during the book it program. I don't know. Uh, was there, I don't recall there being any sort of uh, check to verify whether or not you read the book. Yeah, I don't either. I don't, I don't recall taking like a quiz or anything like that. No. I suppose your parents maybe had to like fill out something to like vouch that you were doing certain reading at home. I don't know. Yeah, that's laughable. <laughs> it's more likely in your household that you would have done the filling out and then mm-hmm. someone would have signed off on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Or you would have just put your parents, one of your parents' signatures on it. Uh, no, I don't think so. Did you ever forge one of your parents' signatures? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you think you did? I can't think of a specific uh, occasion. Mm -hmm. Maybe one of the times I got detention in fourth grade. Okay. That happened a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Because of forgery, too. The (laughs) reason you were in there, which was weird, that you forged your way out of it, which is very... (laughs) Actually, you were pretty good. (laughs) They used to talk about you. (laughs) There's this kid up north <laughs> best forger i've ever seen <laughs> she's in fourth grade <laughs> but she's got it yeah. she's got the best handwriting <laughs> the handwriting of a tainted angel <laughs> willing to forge documents <laughs> 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 so young so talented <laughs> <laughs> the forgerer <laughs> yeah friday and so here i am you know uh at 20 20 years later. Y- yeah. Uh, how old are you in fourth grade? Yeah, I'd say 20 years later. Yeah. 22 years later or something. <laughs> Professional forger. I'm just kidding. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever forged my signature? Uh, forged it? Uh, no, I think you've definitely signed things for me. Uh, yeah, my, I've uh, signed things for you. Yeah. But after we were married, yeah. I always felt weird doing it before. Well, you you have, I mean, just, I'm going to put this on the record. You have the, you have full power to write (laughs) for me. Thank you. (laughs) I trust you. Now everyone knows. Uh, (laughs) Exhibit A, Fake Headlines Podcast, episode 40.64321. The forgering. Uh, (laughs) The forgering. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I know I've, I've signed for you before. You've never signed for me though. Yeah. I don't think I ever have. No. My name's pretty tricky. Like I have a very specific way in which I write my name. So, okay, what was the headline again? Book It Book and it Kindle. And Kindle are partnering together. Partnering together. So, so same deal. You're still getting free pizza? Free pizza. Still getting free pizza. Cool. It's just, uh, I think with Kindle, there's different uh, discounts you can get through, you know, for books through the, the Pizza Up partnership. You know, discounted books and things like that. Plus, it helps track things easier on the Book It program's uh, end of things as well. So, does it have to specifically be a Kindle? Because... I mean, what if, I mean, maybe kids can have the option to use a Kindle and other kids can have the option to use a actual book. Oh not, yeah. Not everyone course. can afford a Kindle. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's not just, uh, it's just like an added thing, like a feature that you can have if you Availability. have Availability. Yeah. It's not, the, the program still exists the old fashioned analog way. Okay. I'll buy it. But if you have one of those Barnes and Noble e-readers, fuck you. <laughs> you ain't involved with nothing. Aw, that's I'm a bum bum. I'm kidding. Maybe they should allow that, though. I'm sure it's fine. 
What about audiobooks? Oh. Huh. Interesting. Do you think I could forge my name to pretend I'm like a 10-year-old so I can get free pizza? Uh, I'm willing to help you somehow. I can pretend I'm also also a kid. Yeah. We're just two kids. We're just two kids looking for pizza. Sending a letter to book it. We love to read. Maybe we can fly and say that we're homeschooled somehow. Yeah. That, that'll... We'll make up some documents, forge them. Yeah. And get them over to the book at headquarters. Uh-huh. And cash in our uh, one-topping personal pans. And that's that's it. That's all I want is just one. I just want to be able to get that one. Right. Just to say you got it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a typical goal of a 30-something. When was the last time you had a personal pan pizza? Like from Pizza Hut? Yes. Or anywhere, I suppose, if you've had... I would say from Pizza Hut, probably as a teenager. Well, you've had pe- personal pan pizzas elsewhere? Kind of. I guess, well, like the small pizzas that we get from like our local places like pizza plant well, yeah, i guess that's kind of like a pan pizza isn't it the it's like a tiny pizza yeah other than that no we should get a personal pan pizza sometime I it sounds really good you guys we really want some personal pan pizzas so if you would like to email us the best places to get a personal pan pizza yeah <laughs> <laughs> fake headlines podcast at gmail.com uh pizza hut if you're listening or book it program if you're listening please send us a free personal pan or if you'd like to pay for our personal pan pizza uh we will accept paypal or venmo so <laughs> either way is cool yeah yeah we just want pizza money folks we that's just, all yeah can we uh, have pizza money please <laughs> uh <laughs> hey kevin what's your second headline here uh oh, right. mom so. finds cd and drawer but can't believe her eyes when she sees what's on it yeah like the cover art could be, or it could be content. Maybe it's not a music CD. Maybe it's a data CD. Oh. I suppose it could be a music CD. I Yeah, you said CD, and I automatically went to, like, audio. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's, like, a data CD? Well, it could be. We haven't gotten... We don't know. Well, you brought that into the realm of possibilities, so it <laughs> sounds like it's a possibility. I mean, anything's possible under fake headlines rules. Did I do that? Did I save data on CDs like that? I feel like I went straight from like a floppy disk to USB drives. <laughs> really? Wow. I don't recall. You never use a zip disk or a gems drive? That's some late 90s shit right there. Yeah, those are things I don't know what you, you just You were said. a child. <laughs> uh, I may not have had too much access to computers at that point or the necessity to use them. Yeah. I don't think I started like typing up papers until high school but that was because mm. my school had money when i switched schools mm-hmm. <laughs> they had money for computers and things you had uh, some old typewriters you used to use prior to your transfer yeah 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 we had to take turns using the two that we had in the library <laughs> long lines yeah <laughs> can i borrow your whiteout? out <laughs> screwed up <laughs> word processors you know <laughs> i forgot about word processors <laughs> i think our family had one of those it's like the it's like the um it has like a little screen kind of yeah. on it, right like a little yeah. kind of like a black and white like a digital watch type screen yeah. right my brother and i were talking about the one that we had went over christmas really we, yeah so that's why i was like oh yeah we did have one of those that's mm-hmm. awesome now we never had a word processor yeah Oh, look at my family being dope as fuck. (laughs) 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 You did it. (laughs) I'm so ancient. My senior year in high school, we used typewriters briefly. We had a class. I can't tell if you're kidding or not. No, I swear. We had a class. I mean, it wasn't all that long ago. I mean, it was kind of a long time ago, but it wasn't that 
long, like computers were around. Mm-hmm. But I think it was because it was a, cl- I think it was a, it was a class called keyboarding, where like you learned how to like, you learn like basic off it, like basic computer stuff, uh-huh. I guess. And um, it started off with a typewriter. You learned like because you, you you had to like get up your words per minute and all that, so you had to like learn how to type on a typewriter. And then you like parlayed that into like word processing. And that's. Uh the class that Keyboard Cat taught, right? <laughs> yes, it was with Professor Keyboard Cat. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was the late '90s. It was before you know things had uh, were slowly transitioning. Yeah. To an all computer world. Okay. But yeah, we I learned how to type on a typewriter, which man, that makes me sound a thousand years old. No. God, that's so weird. Um. Okay. So. If this CD-ROM is really it would be, right? Oh, look it's at you, CD-ROM. CD-ROM. Oh, is that what right. it is? Is it the same thing? It is the same thing. Okay. So, um, I, yeah, I don't remember saving documents or anything no. on it. No. I definitely would save stuff on uh, CD back in the early 2000s. I used that as a, because they were cheap. I mean, you buy like a spindle of like 100 discs for you know 20 bucks or whatever oh those were just straight up for music yeah well a lot of them were for music for me too but i also backed up photos on them and i'm oh, not, gonna, yeah. not gonna lie i did have a lot of uh pornography that i downloaded adult, adult videos adult, adult films cool. that had clips that yeah. i had downloaded from the internet uh-huh. but i would disguise them though i would put them on a cd and then i would label the cd like fraser season four dvd Something completely innocent. Yeah. But some, actually it was... Like I knew what it was. A lot of tossed salad and scrambled eggs, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, I'm seeing the blues ago. <laughs> Gross. I would just write toss your salad on the CD. Oh, oh no. come on. Gross. It's too easy. That's... Your joke was much better. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, shit, I forgot my train of thought. Well, I was going to say something about CD-ROMs. Um, must not have been important. Go I just ahead. Want, I just want to clarify for the record, all of those CDs that were once hid in my parents' house were all cut and broken into pieces and thrown away many years ago. Oh, you didn't just give them to your parents and be like, here, I thought you might want these. <laughs> One day when I've moved out, watch Frasier season four, dad. You're going to love it. <laughs> You're going to love it. <laughs> Mom, maybe. Come on, this is gross. <laughs> Sickening. <laughs> Good God. Uh, yeah. No, I, I think I just used it for music. So, what? Okay, what could be on there? So, mom finds. So specifically, it's a mother. Right. Finds a CD in a drawer, but can't believe her eyes. So, is it? Is it something like what you left behind, Mr. Dylan? Could be. And this mom was appalled by what her child was into. Found out that the maybe they found out their son or daughter was like a cam person, a web uh, oh. webcam person. Oh, like sitting on cakes. Sitting on cakes, farting into cakes. Yeah. Whatever you do. Oh, I forgot about cake farts. <laughs> <laughs> that was like what was that on web soup? I think it was on web soup. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> I made a I made a cake farts birthday card or for you or <laughs> yes you some did some kind of card for you once yeah it was a birthday card I think <laughs> yeah oh my god I forgot about that yeah um yeah maybe <laughs> could I'd, be maybe it was uh, 
something that was sweet. Maybe it was something that was not filthy at all. Maybe sure. it was, um, you know, uh, a, a updated platform of her wedding film video. Oh, yeah, there you go. And her kid put it together and was going to give it to her as a gift, but then it got lost or something. Right. And now she just finally found it. Right, and had like just a beautiful moment sitting there watching this stuff from their wedding. Yeah. That could be. And so she was like, oh, I can't believe my little Jenny did this for right. me. That's so nice. Now Jenny's a Oscar-winning director. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's You're nice. Right. See, I took it into the gutter first. You took it into a nice place. I, you know, there's always a light. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> right? I like how we even each other out. Yeah. <laughs> we try. <laughs> uh, we try really hard. <laughs> yeah, I used to put porn on the CDs. I made music on mine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> um... So the electric self-balancing unicycle. Okay. Or did you have more on the... Um, no, I didn't. I was I was just uh, taking it in and uh, painting a picture in my brain, as I do with words. So... Uh, <laughs> alien T. Uh, electric unicycle. Electric self-balancing unicycles are the millennial trend you kind of saw coming. That's so shitty. Like, it's... If you recall back when you were a kid, it was difficult to learn how to ride a bicycle. Yes. And I can't imagine, I think that we had a unicycle around my house when I was a kid. Did you really? I think we did. Wow. Yeah. My grandpa used to collect a lot of weird stuff. Huh. Uh, I don't know. Hoarding maybe is part of an <laughs> issue. But I feel like I remember there being a unicycle around. I remember trying to ride it. It's very difficult. Oh, man. Could, could anybody in your household ride the unicycle? The only person we, I, we were retired uh, circus folk. Yes, that's why you had so many unicycles lying yeah. around. Yeah, and yeah, tight ropes. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I was the the trapeze artist. So, <laughs> so I don't mean to brag. <laughs> uh, that was kind of my thing. You're very good. You're very good at uh, walking in straight lines. Thank you. You do a great job. Drunk of that. and sober. Yeah, it's really impressive. So nowadays more sober. So go me. <laughs> there was a there was a guy who I think he was like the janitor in our high school. He would ride a unicycle. Not, not what? Not like, <laughs> not like throughout the day, his uh, normal work day. He's like mopping the floor, riding his unicycle. <laughs> What's that? I'm going to change that light bulb. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, um, um, like air powered uh, heightening the the seat. What is it? What is that mechanism? Where hydraulic. Hydraulic uh, seat raising capability. <laughs> so he could just like raise himself up and still keeping his balance on the unicycle going back and forth while he changes the light bulb. <laughs> he was a lot of fun to have around. Uh, no, I, he would uh, he would bring in his unicycle occasionally, <laughs> which also sounds weird. But um, yeah, like, it sure does. Like for like pep rallies and stuff like that. Like he would he would ride out on his unicycle, and he had like he had like long kind of um, kind of curly red hair. He looked kind of like uh, Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. Like he was just like this total rock and roll guy. Are you sure that your janitor wasn't like the witness protection program? And he was just like, <laughs> I had this whole other life, but I need to share my gift with you guys. Yeah. I was I saw I helped solve the circus murders of eighty seven. <laughs> they had to relocate me to Elbion, New York. <laughs> but yeah, he would like come out and ride his unicycle once in a while, or sometimes he would just bring it into school and 
Yeah, like ride around the gym with it. Just kind of show off. That's weird, isn't it? That's super just weird. The unicycle maintenance guy. <laughs> yeah. I do like the idea that he just rode it around throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> He's just mopping up some, like, throwing sawdust down on some kids' puke. <laughs> All right, kids, you be careful out there. But back to my point, the reason why I think it's shitty to have an electric unicycle is because you said it's self-balancing or self- Yeah, like the Segway scooter so is. Like, yeah, so, like, those things are hard to ride. And I feel like you should learn how to do it regularly and not yeah not just like well this ends up kind of being more like a um well, like uh like just like the front part of a motorcycle you know what i mean like the big thick tire uh-huh like it's not like a traditional unicycle in the sense but I, you know as far as the balance situation goes it's more of like a like a Segway where you kind of just are on it and it takes you you like lean forward and it takes you or whatever you know it's still weird and dumb it is it is very stupid don't get me wrong so what are okay? So we expected that millennials, and you know it's so frustrating. Have you seen the thing? There's a thing. Uh, I think it was Sarah Colonna shared it, <laughs> but it must have gone around where all like Gen X was completely left out of like this breakdown of what generations are. Oh really? This is a complete sidebar. Oh no, I didn't see that. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh cool, I guess they." forgot us and then i saw another headline where it was like uh gen xers had the perfect uh um uh response to being forgotten in the generation breakdown it was a picture of the breakfast club (laughs) that was excellent i think for like generation i like i remember for like maybe 15 years ago like vespa scooters were kind of big like they were like the little oh yeah it makes me think of uh the oh wait scooter so is that the standing one it was the one you kind of sat on it was like a oh yeah okay so i'm right small okay. scooter yeah like those were kind of popular it makes me think of roman holidays but i was <laughs> picturing uh with audrey hepburn and oh, okay. she she's riding around on a scooter but yeah so this i i guess that's that was like the generation x uh mode, mode of, of transportation, transportation. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. and then maybe the this new uh unicycle thing is the millennial version just like uh, older millennials may have had like segways. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm an older millennial. I, I think you are too. Because I think the youngest, the youngest millennials were born 10 years after me. Like my little sister and I are, are millennials together, huh. but there's 10 years between us. So it's weird. I we're very different generations. I feel like, so it's odd to be so is it like 80? I think it's 82. Okay. And forward, that's millennial. To 96 or something. Oh. Well, what's 96 forward? Uh, Y? Po- post-millennial? Z? I think it's... Is uh, it Z? Yeah. Huh. Weird. Yeah, I think that's... Because technically millennials, I think, are generation Y. And uh, then the generation after that is Z. Okay. I think. I didn't know. Yeah. Huh. Uh. But anyway, so I imagine that these unicycles would be that of the younger millennials. Mm-hmm. So I don't really see. The unicycle's always been a young person's game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Once you hit 30, you're just like, oh, man, I can't. Oh, my balance is I off. I can't take the risk of oh. falling down and just like, 
you know, I move just right and something's going to be out of place. Yeah, I've got enough problems with my sciatic nerves. I don't have time for that. I can't even sit for long periods of time I know. lumbar support. Yeah. I just can't get on, I just can't balance like I used to. I need shoes that have proper inserts in them. No more (laughs) old style Converse for me. I I got to switch it up. I'm I'm spending every other Saturday at the Good Feet store. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's dumb. (laughs) Um, Okay, Kevin. I'm going to take a little crack at this. What do you think? Okay. Take a crack at it. Cracking. What do you think is the real headline? Cracking. Mom finds a CD in a drawer but can't believe her eyes. (sighs) Yep, you're right. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I think it is? is I know your writing style. Uh Uh-huh. So for me, it's, I don't know. It was this easy to guess them? It just seems like that wasn't your writing style. The other two were. Gotcha. Okay. And it's actually mum. Mum finds CD in drawer because it's from the mirror.co.uk. Oh, okay. So a woman found a CD in a drawer in her house, but wasn't prepared for what she was on the disc when she took a closer look. I'm, fingers crossed, it's not something weird. Well. It is weird. It was, oh, man. It was just supposed to be a simple spot of housework, but a quick clean turned into a horrifying experience for one woman. Oh. A mom who was inspired by Marie Kondo's new Netflix cleaning show finally decided... Are you effing clean- kidding me? I am not. That's why <laughs> I went with this one. <laughs> a mom who was inspired by Marie Kondo's new Netflix cleaning show finally decided to clear out a drawer in her house that had been causing her anxiety. So let's talk about this for a second. Let's talk about Marie Kondo, because that's what we spent a lot of yesterday doing, was watching the new Netflix show with Marie Kondo. Now, I had seen a lot of online jokes about Marie Kondo recently and did not understand what they meant and did I not take the time to look it up. Yeah. I just kind of went with it. Yeah. Liked people's statuses without understanding them, which I'm assuming people do for me as well. <laughs> Sometimes that does happen, I think. And then Netflix uh, showed us a preview of uh, a very fascinating TV show. She's an adorable Japanese woman. Yes. Who... Has a translator that goes in with her and she straightens people's lives out by giving them little, uh, basically life-saving tips on how to declutter their lives. It could be a lot of clutter. It could be a little clutter. Yeah. It's a very interesting sort of spiritual, spiritual. Yeah. Experience. Yeah. Cleansing, body cleansing, soul cleansing situation. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's a, yeah, it's a little bit everything. It's not just getting rid of stuff that you don't want. It's. Uh, about bettering your life. So I thought that was really interesting. Yes. Which I think we've kind of stumbled upon ourselves over the years because we've had to go through a few bouts of decluttering, uh-huh. uh, certainly not to, to, the degree, to the degree we've seen on that show, but just in our various moves over the years, we've had to kind of pare stuff down uh-huh. and really think about like, all right, do I need to take, am I going to take this to the next apartment? Am I going to drive an hour with this in the back of a moving van? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I think some of that stuff we've had to kind of go through and kind of figure out on our own as well. Her big thing is um, describing it is, is it the thing that sparks joy? So, you know, whatever that natural emotion that comes out of you when you hold something in your hands and it sparks joy to your core, then that's something that you could hold on to. But if it's something that you're just like, meh, you don't really need it. Toss it. Yeah. Yeah. You say thank you, set it aside and... You know, give it to its next journey. Yeah, I like that. Which is nice. Yeah, so people on this show, they have, you know, like that one place, they have like hundreds of bags, like 150 bags. Oh my gosh, yeah. This this couple had so many things. Like they had an entire room just full of 
nutcrackers <laughs> and piled high boxes of baseball cards. It was yeah, that was a little extreme. Bananas. That was the most kind of because most of the places they went to, they weren't like hoarder nightmares. They were just a little messy. Yeah, you know, a little messy. And it's fine. Yeah. But this place was very much sort of hoardery, like where there was like not a lot of room to maneuver around and stuff like that. And for me, it was it was like like I don't care for watching hoarders too much because it just um it's like i don't know the the idea of that claustrophobic sort of environment is really unappealing to me um and uh so it's like a it's like a less anxious hoarders like it's more of like a spiritualistic journey versus uh people who just need to get their shit together right um and and less I guess less emotional is a better way to put it. Mm-hmm. I mean, for some people, it's definitely emotional. Like, there's one woman who's a widow who's going through her journey, and um, but I just, I for me, it's a better show than Hoarders. Yeah, it, it's just like less shocking. I yeah, think. Hoarders is too much for me. I can't really watch that. Yeah, you don't know what you're gonna find in there. Ugh. There's like that. None of these homes had like five inches or more of things piled on the floor, which is upsetting. So mm. that's good. Anyway, Marie Kondo. Yes. Oh, I forgot that I was reading that article. Yeah, read your article. (laughs) But upon rummaging through its contents, she stumbled across a CD in a paper case, which was labeled Ben's Wedding. Uh She initially assumed it was just pictures of her wedding, but she became intrigued by the fact that the label featured her mother-in-law's erratic handwriting. So she decided to take a closer look. Uh, What? So it is a wedding? Well, uh... So in a post on Mumsnet, which must be like a mom website, the woman who posted <laughs> under the username Country March shared her findings and asked for a little advice as she simply couldn't believe her eyes. She said, wondering why I've never seen it in the seven years I've been married. I plotted over to my laptop and opened up the file marked wedding. So it turned out it was a set of photographs from my, it was a set of photographs commissioned by my mother-in-law of our wedding. I thought you were going to say it was like, her husband's first wedding and she didn't oh, know he was married yeah, before no, that would be bad the woman claims there were over 400 edited photos on the disc but all but, cropped her out yep oh yep that's the weirdest part she wasn't in a single photo i mean i'm not in one she raged clever angles ensured that i was always hidden or group shots that were clearly half a photo of which i had been standing next to my newly minted husband in half of the other photos Wow, this this mother-in-law is a real treat, isn't yeah. she? Now, my mother-in-law and I don't have a strong relationship, but wow. Uh, the mom went on to explain that she mentioned the photographs to her husband, but he just merely laughed them off. However, at the end of the day, she went to sleep seething with the knowledge that his mother had deliberately paid someone to come to their wedding, take photos, and ensure that she wasn't in any of them. Um. I think that's really shitty that the husband was like, <laughs> yeah. my mom's so cute. That is no, kinda, no, I'm sorry. Up. I don't care what the situation is. If you commit yourself to marrying someone and you love them, you have to stand up to your parent and be like, look, this is the choice. Like, it doesn't matter if it's a, a heterosexual couple or not. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you can't, you, you cannot have someone stomp all over your relationship like that. And right. And the fact that he laughed that off yeah. makes me infuriated I for know. her. Ugh. 
That's so shitty. So the the question was, should she confront, like, how is she going to confront this? So it didn't really go into what happened yet. But oh, no, it's his job to do that. Yeah, yeah, really. It's yeah. not hers, it's his. But how bizarre, like, why would you, why would you care to, like, I don't understand what her point was of doing that, the mother-in-law. I don't know. Like, very strange. Maybe so that she could have some nice photos for her son um, when she plots their future divorce. I don't. Oh, you know what it is? It's so that she could have herself photoshopped into those pictures marrying her son. Oh, gross. Like an edible thing? Ooh. Well, I wouldn't. No. I, uh, marrying her son. Yeah. That's, she clearly, that's straight up Oedipus. She clearly likes him a little too much to be doing <laughs> this. <laughs> gross. Yeah. It's yeah. Messed up. What a jerk. Yeah. Oh, I feel bad for that wife. Yeah. I mean, that's a very different than what our wedding experience was where I had my mom photoshopped into all of our photos. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel, <laughs> I feel very, uh, grateful to have, uh, fantastic in-laws like they, me too. you know, like my dad absolutely adores you Oh, and, and I love your dad and your parents are great. They like are they're, wonderful. they're so sweet and like, I just, um, I feel like we, we're really lucky yeah, in we that really, manner. We truly are. Yeah. Okay. Let's make this funny again, huh? <laughs> uh, all right, Kevin. All right. Let's hear your headlines, Tiff. Matchmaking. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be funny if I read that article again, but it's not, uh, cause we already went through it. Um, okay. So my three headlines. Medieval mystery skeleton (laughs) (laughs) found wearing thigh-high boots. (laughs) It's just me, Skeletor. (laughs) Getting ready for the weekend, (laughs) (laughs) He-Man. So medieval mystery skeleton found wearing thigh-high boots. Okay. Headline (laughs) number two. (laughs) A new bone has been discovered <laughs> in the human body. Uh, oh, yeah. Suggesting continued and expedited evolution. A new bone has been discovered in the human body, suggesting continued and expedited evolution. You want a new bone in your body? <laughs> no. <laughs> you want to have a bone discovered in your body? <laughs> no, I don't. That sounds kind of <laughs> awful. Uh <laughs> Uh, yes means yes. Uh, <laughs> woman discovers grandmother's journals, revealing her secret life as a spy. Woman discovers grandmother's journals, revealing her secret life as a spy. All right. Secret life as a spy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So medieval mystery. Skeleton found wearing thigh high boots. <laughs> was there a thong involved? <laughs> Do those two things go hand in hand? I just, I'm just trying to imagine how sexy is this, this skeleton they found. Uh, Boots, a maybe, bustier. Maybe there was a short skirt and a long jacket. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe one of those Madonna bullet bras on it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Bullet bra. Some medieval oh. skeleton found with yeah. thigh-high boots. It, um, yep. Leather boots? 
They must be leather, right? Yeah, of course. Like, I mean, of the time period. Right. They, they would have to be made out of leather. They're not going to be like uh, thigh-high Uggs. They didn't have those back then. No. I mean, they could be bur- boots with the fur. You don't know. <laughs> or Burt's with the fur. He's straight up Gooseberry. I thought you were going to I thought you were going to I thought you were going to say thigh-high Birkenstocks. <laughs> Oh yeah, thigh high Birkenstocks. Those should be a thing. That's for like for sexy Woodstock. Yeah, but they're st- yeah they're definitely like still sandals. Yeah, they're, they're just not- like the strap just keeps yeah. going up and up and up. Yeah, so they're almost like gla- <laughs> gladiator sandals, but they're definitely Birkenstocks. Thigh high gladiator sandals. Yeah, the the kind of like sandals that guys wear they have like the Velcro, but there's you know like what? there's like a Velcro kind of strap around the sandals or flip flops. You know what I mean? No. You know, like the flip flops people wear, and they're the guys wear that are they kind of are strappy, I guess, for lack of a better term. Uh huh. Don't they have like aren't they kind of like, like your Nike ones? Yeah. Isn't there like Velcro involved? Uh, it could be. Okay. I remember having sandals like that. Well, I was going for Velcro straps going all the way up the thighs. That's what I, I was going see. for. I'm sorry. I didn't understand your description, man. God. Calm it down. You chill out over Gladiator there. Gladiator Velcros, okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going man. for. Man. Talk about high tops. Whoa. <laughs> hey, uh, maybe he was a wrestler. Oh, that could be. Yeah. The medieval. Or she. True. We don't know if it's a skeleton know. of a man or a woman. Yeah. I guess we just assumed it was a man. Did I? Did you assume it was a man when you saw that headline? I did because of imagining medieval, a medieval person wearing boots. I, I guess in my head I imagined it would be a man. Yeah, me too. Isn't that weird? But Isn't that weirdly medievally sexist? I don't know if... Well, I would assume women would have worn boots in medieval times as well. Yeah, they would have to have, right? I... I, but I guess like boots I associate with the time period if they were going out and, you know, like, I don't know, farming or yeah. battling or digging ditches or whatever they did, uh, blacksmithing. Yeah. <laughs> if it all involved thigh high boots. Isn't it weird that like when I'm picturing medieval times, I'm having a hard time picturing women during medieval times? Yeah. I feel like because there on aren't a lot of women. Uh, focused on in history. Yeah, so isn't that weird? Y- yeah. It's that's sad, strange. It's sad, strange. It is. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's dumb. That's real stupid. It's really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's not uncommon. Yeah. Really. I guess you're right. Most of the time, you you don't really hear about. Uh, women in history it's like uncovered like oh surprise right like hidden figures that's why it was such a yeah yeah um, terrific film was because it revealed the women behind and that wasn't all that long ago achievements right and we've already forgotten about it yeah so of course during medieval times we imagine like wizards and people on horses with chain mail and stuff like that but not we don't really think about women that often yeah it's fucked up man wizards I, and no one talks about the wizards either, you know? The wizards are always glossed over in medieval times. Yeah. They, <laughs> gotta, they gotta be talking about them more. When so I let's <laughs> let's do a little bit more um, history, history, wizardry, wizardry. research. <laughs> and uh, let's pull it out, you know? Is it weird that I think also <laughs> that during medieval times there were like dragons? It's like Lord of the Rings-ish? Oh, there were absolutely dragons. That's really? what they say, yeah. Oh. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. How do you think they got around? They didn't have horses yet. Those weren't invented. Oh, uh, well, I guess you're they right. They only had dragons. Just dragons, yeah. right? Well, makes sense. Yeah, I know. <laughs> because it's true. <laughs> I do imagine... Uh, and then the dragons went extinct. I think the reason I said wizards was because of Orko, the wizard from He-Man. When I, was th- I think that's where that came from. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't have a lot of He-Man knowledge. Uh, I have too much. I'm very sorry. I spent a lot of time playing with He-Man. Yeah? Yeah. And then you passed it on to my nephews, which yeah. is cute. Yeah, I gave them all of my old He-Man toys. Yeah. Uh, they love them. Yeah, I'm glad they they found a new home. Um, Yeah, like a, the thigh-high boots. So that's... Uh, was it more of a fashion situation or was it for more utilitarian, I wonder? Like, was it from, like, fishing? Like, wearing, like, tall boots? Or was it more oh, like yeah. more of, like, a sexy situation? Oh, I'm sure it was definitely like a sexy fishing situation. Like, (laughs) you know, fish enjoy a little bit of flash when you're out there. I mean, that's why lures are so effective because they're, they're flashy, you know, the fish are like, woo, what's that? And so when you have a little bit of blingy thigh high leather boots, you know, then they're like, oh, hey. Fish are like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Let me hop right on that pole. (laughs) What? <laughs> That's what they say, right? I'm sit right on that hook with my mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gross. And then they, yep. Then it's over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's cool, right? That is very cool. Um. So, do you think that um, uh, the skeleton? Uh, was wearing anything else? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, think, I like to imagine just wearing thigh high boots. boots. <laughs> I imagine I like to I like to imagine that they were thigh they thought were thigh high boots because the skeleton was like laying on its back, and then they flipped it over and it was really like assless chaps that they were wearing. Oh yeah, yeah. so they're like, oh my gosh, this has been around for so much longer than we right. knew. Like, look at these sexy boots. Whoa, let me flip the. Ooh. Yeah, hello. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes and oddly enough there was a whip and a ball gang founder <laughs> a ball gang that's what just came out of my mouth a ball gag <laughs> a ball gang that's what they call the gathering of those people those <laughs> stupid you tried so hard to get that out too i know and i yeah it's okay sometimes it happens yeah it happens it does. <laughs> a ball gang. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Whips and chains. <laughs> um, did you did you want to go on to the new bones? Sure. So a new bone found in the body, which is like a missing evolutionary step. Yeah. It's like like our our. Or a new step. A new step, like our current bodies are still evolving. Oh, man. I think that's what they're suggesting. Yeah, because we don't really think about that, right? Like, we think that evolution just stopped when we were, I don't know. When we began. Sorry, people that don't believe in evolution, but... There's none of those people who listen to this. (laughs) I don't think there are. (laughs) But, like, yeah. Or they listen and they don't realize it's satirical in most (laughs) most elements of it. I can listen to that fake news podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I imagine that 
people are like me where you don't really think about evolution on a daily basis. Right. But evolution's still happening, right? It doesn't uh, yeah, stop. I yeah, I would think so. Like, um, well, I mean, genetic genetic markers are still evolving, and uh, like I had, I had the the um, the genetic testing done for the cancer gene. Mm-hmm. So, because um, I have a lot of breast uh, cancer prevalent in my family, so uh, that's something that they keep on record to see how. Uh, uh, through the research, any sort of genetic uh, findings may change. Mm-hmm. So, okay, um, because it, you know there could be, you know, today they're saying like I don't have any sort of issues, but maybe tomorrow they could be like, oh, you have this gene, and it looks like it could be kind of weird and possibly linked to blah blah blah. So, um, but so far so good. Um, uh, well, genetic evolution could still be continuing going with uh, um, like different diseases that we have. Mm-hmm. Like even like every year there's a new flu shot. You know what I mean? So that evolves every year. True. It changes every year. And I think our bodies probably evolve every year with how we adapt to our environments, much like animals do. A lot of animals, I think, change right. a little bit. But I think it takes, in the, in evolution in the classic sense, takes sort of millions of years to kind of happen. So maybe all of these things that are happening to us during our lifetimes are all are a piece of a much more complicated puzzle that will eventually push the species to a different thing or a different bone or a different, you might have a new th- a new bone in your arm because yeah. something, you know, that kind of thing. Or how our our gallbladder, gallbladder is that the one that's kind of useless? Uh, What's the one that's useless? S- no, I think the gall. Well, the gallbladder could I think you. We still have use an it. organ that doesn't matter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it, boy. Oh boy. No, you know what I mean. Like we we've evolved to not really need that. Yeah. And I think a uh, part of what this appendix. Yeah. No. Is it the appendix? Yeah? No. No, because that could burst and get, that's bad. Yeah, that's bad things. Yeah. But you don't really need it, do you? Well, right. You Maybe. can have your you can have it removed and you can still live. Because it doesn't that like filter out bad stuff. I think so. Or is that what the liver does? Liver does that too, I believe. Okay. Um, but I think also what it was talking about was that it it was expedited, so it was surprising for them to discover this new bone in more than one skeleton mm-hmm. that didn't have to do with like Chernobyl or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that could speed up evolution right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nuclear disasters. Because our, our, our earth is constantly changing. So our bodies are adapting and there might be different chemicals that we're exposed to or different sort of elements that our bodies right. are exposed to, which would cause us to develop a new bone that would be right over the course of uh, a millennia. Yeah. It could kind of finally cause something to spark. Yeah. So weird, isn't it? Yeah. And they had to discover whether or not this was something that was like a one-off thing in one person or if this is something that was going to continue to go. So this has been research that's been going on for a long time. So I wonder what the bone is. Is it uh, something? What what could it be used for? Well, I think it... (laughs) I I don't think it can be used for anything. I think it's just uh, another part of the human body, the human anatomy. Like I I think it's... uh, Probably in one of the hands. Hmm. Because it's something that we use the most. Yeah, that's true. Um, On our fo- it's a new f- it's a new bone that helps your thumb uh, from tiring out from typing. <laughs> On your cell phone, you Evolution. Mean? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many bones are in the human body? 
No, but there's a lot though, right? There are a lot. There's a lot just in the hand, I believe, as well. Yeah. Your hands and feet, I think, have yeah. the most. Um, Would I you like a new bone in your body? <laughs> Kevin Dillon, are you flirting with me? <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> uh, I think there are 206 bones in the current human body. Really? Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot. There are a lot. Wow. Hmm. A lot in the hands, a lot in the feet. You got ribs. <laughs> you got There's baby like back ribs. <laughs> <laughs> you got vertebrae. Okay. Vertebra. Vertebra. <laughs> hey, nice vertebra, bra. <laughs> yeah. 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 Vertebra. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Like, we, we often think that evolution just kind of stopped when we started kind of walking. But yeah, it's it's going on. What can we? I remember there was like a picture a few a couple years ago of what they thought people were going to evolve into. Do you remember that? It was like this horrifying, grotesque, of, bent over. Yeah, like the neck was like fucked up because people are like looking at their phones all the time, so the person's head is like aimed down, and like their hands are, their hands are much more uh, whatever for phone usage. And it was just like this sort of dystopian nightmare evolution thing. That kind of makes sense, I guess. If I mean, that's where we're headed is to be. Yeah. But do you think we're going to be using, um, like, I don't think that like right now, obviously we're on our phones constantly, but I don't think that's going to always be the case. No. Cause eventually it'll just be in our face. Right. Well, it'll be a part <laughs> of us somehow. Right. It'll be like on like the Google glasses was like too soon. Like error was too, people weren't ready for it, Yeah. but they're going to want it in a couple of years. Yeah. They're going to get, people are going to get tired of, cause right now it's like wearables, right? People have like, Oh, I need an Apple watch so I can just like look at my watch and I can see stuff. I don't, have to, I don't have to reach into my pocket anymore. It's so convenient. Mm-hmm. And I think people are going to get tired of looking at their wrist. They're going to want to just like in their face the whole time. So you're going to be wearing like a monocle or you're going to have a glass. You're going to have a pair of glasses on. Oh, dope. We'll bring back monocles. Yeah, man. Cool. And then we can ride our unicycle around. Our power motors, our motorized unicycles. Yeah. Yeah. And our Perfect. monocles. Yeah. But yeah, I, th- I, th- I think that, or it'll be something implanted and you'll just like see it. You know what I mean? Like, I think we're going to get to that point. So uh-huh. I don't, th- I think this is a temporary, this is like, this is, uh, this is like the Zach Morris phone of, of 25 years ago. Yeah. Like we're going to get, we're, things are going to get tiny and they're going to get inserted. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> I like that you couldn't get through that sentence. I couldn't. Oh god. I was listening to you with seriousness too. I, know. I, like, I was being serious, but yeah, then I just I was yeah. actively listening. <laughs> uh yeah. I yeah, I agree with that. So I don't think our bodies are going to morph into like these uh weird know, grotesque like, things. Yeah, like made for self made for iPhone usage people. Maybe the blobfish is uh, oh, humans God. and it just uh, time traveled back and now we just live <laughs> in water. Put down your phone. <laughs> you don't know what's ahead. Don't do it. <laughs> That's what they sound like. Don't do it. Because they all went to the very bottom of the ocean to, to get so away from their phones. Bubbly voice. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they sound like underwater. <laughs> yeah. They got, they went down there. Yep. That makes sense. Perfect. <laughs> It is weird how blobfish look. It's, they're they're a confusing species that I don't understand. Yeah, it's like a it's a boneless face. Yeah, it's that episode of the Birthday Boys where you <laughs> fart your skeleton right out of your fart body. Fart skeleton right out the body. <laughs> Hashtag Birthday Boys. <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> they're the best. Yeah. So funny. Um, 
So woman discovers that her grandma was a spy? Yeah, a woman discovers grandmother's journals revealing her secret life as a spy. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So this woman's like hanging out with her grandma and discovers her journals. And not not only that, but that she was a spy. Yeah. Uh, What would you do if you found out your grandmother was a spy? Uh, That would explain a lot, actually. Yeah? Because of some of the other stories I've heard about my grandma. Yeah? Who would apparently... Your grandma K, specifically. Grandma K, specifically. Because she was um, involved in some kind of gambling ring or something growing up. Okay. Well, not when I was growing up. But I heard these stories about how there used to be a train that would go through my hometown. Uh Uh-huh. And at one time, it was my grandma's job to get on the train, receive a package from somebody, and then get off the train. Oh, snap. So you think that she was delivering secret codes? I don't know if it was secret codes. I think it was like, I think it had to do with like some kind of underground gambling ring uh-huh. of like s- kind of scratch off things or like what do they call them like pull tab type games uh you're not familiar with that nope pull tab it's like they used to have them at the i've played it a couple times where you it's like a little paper and you kind of rip it open and it's got like a little prize list underneath there kind of thing oh wow it's like a little kind of no, like i've a, never seen that before it's kind of like a version of a scratch off in a way you know you kind of okay quick instant gratification potentially okay but, um, yeah, because there was some kind of, like, uh, gambling thing going on in my hometown when, you know, before my time uh-huh. that apparently a lot of people had their hands in, including wow. my grandmother. Um, may have been, you know, organized crime. But maybe she was working to bring them down. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, that's where I was going with this. Not that my grandmother was a uh, criminal in any, criminal in any way. Uh, I'm sure the statute of limitations has expired because we're talking many, many decades ago. Yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe she was trying to bring them down. Maybe she was working for the fuzz. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, people just thought she was operating a little hometown diner. Yeah. But really. She was just bringing down the bad guys. She was FBI's number one bad guy taker downer. Yeah. Grandma K. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> so you would be proud. I'm excited to find out your grandmother was a spy. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think there would be any reason to not be excited about that. Uh-huh. Um, unless you realize that's why grandma was never around growing up because she was doing spy missions. Oh, that's so sad. Always missed your birthday. I guess that'd be a, da- a bummer. Oh, but she always sent a card. Always sent a card. Always had a little trinket from around the world. Yeah. Um, have you ever found like you? I don't think I've ever found anything that my grandmother wrote. I feel like you probably have. Did you ever find anything that you didn't know about your grandparents um, written down somewhere? I, I've always been really uh, curious when it comes to people in my family and things that people have uh, done in the past and my grandparents and stuff like that. So I um, I guess like the only like surprising family thing is like my grandfather was engaged before he married my grandmother. Mm. Um, I didn't know that, but I, uh, I do enjoy going through family heirlooms that, uh, we still have available, like old history stuff about people in my family, ancestry sort of stuff. I enjoy that. Yeah. A lot. I know that your g- grandfather was engaged prior to him meeting your grandmother uh-huh. and my grandparents, I think my grandfather was married 
oh, had yeah, a previous marriage as well. We've talked about that before. Your yeah. boxing grandpa. My old boxing grandpa, yeah. 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 Now, maybe he was a spy. Maybe he was traveling from town to town boxing, but was really a spy. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. But they, they never wrote down uh, anything about their adventures. They didn't. No. Because they didn't want a paper trail. Yeah. Because they were spies. Yeah. That makes sense now. Yeah. But maybe this particular grandmother just, um, maybe she needed to, uh, as, uh, maybe protection in case anything ever happened to her, her family wouldn't have answers and they wouldn't wonder. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like alias. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Let's imagine a grandma traveling around like Sydney Bristow on alias. Yeah. Why do I remember that character's name? I don't know. I don't know. That was that excellent. That was from a long time ago. That was ago. an excellent memory. <laughs> I watched that entire series after I graduated college. Because <laughs> it was available. That's right. I do remember that. And it was fun. I had never seen it before. Yeah, it was a good show. Actually, I watched some of it when I was in high school uh, when I had the opportunity to. But I was never like a regular viewer. That so was, it was nice to go back and watch it. That was a regular program at the Dylan House. Yeah. It was on. Yeah, we enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so the um, this woman was going through her grandma's stuff, came across these journals, was really intrigued, and then come to find out, it revealed her grandmother was a spy. So I, I would assume that if it was uh successful stuff like maybe maybe this is the sort of stuff that would go in a museum somewhere oh yeah like a spy museum perhaps. yeah or just a museum in general yeah a spy museum maybe a historical museum depending on what country yeah, they're in I or guess. the context of whatever's found yeah sure. and uh yeah so it's kind of neat interesting yeah yeah i, w- I don't think i've uh, ever come across anything cool like that Although my grandmother, I think we've talked about this before, she did have a Natalie Merchant CD. Yeah. That was a mystery. Why she had that, I don't know. But she did. Is it, I think we have that in our living room. I think I put it in the box of records. Yeah. <laughs> our official box of, not not our box of albums, but our box of official records that we yeah. keep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's very important. To the box of records. To the box of records. So one of these articles is real. Is that what you're trying to tell me? That's what I'm trying to tell you, yeah. Hmm. So we have medieval thigh highs <laughs> an extra bone in the body and a grandma spy yeah i'm having a trouble having a troubled time trying to figure out which one is real i'm gonna go with skeleton the boots <laughs> i was gonna say which skeleton <laughs> he did have a lot of bony Articles this week. Yeah, it's all about the bones. Grandma's bones. Skeletons. It's all about that bones. All about them bones. Uh, so your official guess is the skeleton in the boots? Yeah, I'm going to go with skeleton boots. You have found a winner. What? That is the real headline. Is it really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. A uh, medieval mystery skeleton found wearing thigh-high boots. <laughs> uh, this is from CNET.com. Okay. Uh, London is in the midst of a major sewer project and construction. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, how the, uh, the yeah, Sorry. I love how that started. <laughs> uh, my favorite part was the sentence that you couldn't get out your mouth just now. <laughs> <laughs> and you wonder if I'm an alien. 
London is in the midst of a major sewer project and and a construction site just turned up something very unusual. A medieval skeleton found face down in the mud of the Thames River. The remains is... That's how you pronounce it, right? It's Thames. Like, you pronounce T-H, or is it just Thames? I think it's Thames. Thames? I think so. I probably should have looked that up, but... That's okay. We had a weird night. (laughs) (laughs) We did. (laughs) It's been a weird week. (laughs) Anyway, it was found face down in the mud of this river. (laughs) Is it really... (laughs) During a sewer project. (laughs) Where most of your thigh-high discoveries are discovered. Yeah, in the sewer. Sewer projects. Uh, The remains included a pair of thigh-high leather boots still on the body. (laughs) QSVU music. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Detective Skeletor is here. Scientists dated the male skeleton to the late 15th or early 16th century. So it was a male. Ooh, kinky. So my assumption of it being a male was just a slip that I knew it was a male. Uh, (laughs) well played yeah (laughs) the skeleton's face down position combined with the arms being at unusual angles point to an accidental death rather than a deliberate burial these clues could suggest that he fell or drowned and it was covered quickly by the ground as it moved with the tide oh geez the tall boots may have been waders meant for stepping out into the mud and uh, water of the Thames. Ah. The boots were made for walking. Yeah. And that's just what they did. That's what they did. Well, well then one day the sky fell down and really hit the skids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. That was beautiful. <laughs> I love that song. The boots were made with reinforced soles and an as of yet undetermined moss-like material possibly meant to increase warmth or improve the fit. Yeah. Leather was expensive and often expensive and often reused at this time, and experts believe it is unlikely that someone would have been buried wearing such a highly prized item. The archaeologists say the man was likely under the age of 35 and suffered from osteoarthritis. Oh. The skeleton's teeth have deep grooves that may point to his being a fisherman or a sailor who passed rope between his teeth while working. Oh, how weird. So you knew he was a skeleton wearing thigh-high boots. I I thought that was pretty good, babe. Wow. The skeleton's discovery uh, discovery location was downstream from the Tower of London at a site where a tunnel boring machine is scheduled to dig out the space for a super sewer in 2019. And all the people on that construction project are wearing thigh-high boots. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Tideway Tunnel is meant to reduce sewage pollution in the river. Oh. The this rare archaeological find, archaeological, 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 archaeological. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, this rare archaeological find during the process offers a fascinating glimpse into the river's human history, and just how dangerous it could be to make your liver living in the water. Ugh. Yeah. So that's it. Wow. What a terrible way to go. You don't see the boots? I do. Oh wow. Yeah. Those are nice. They're pretty intact. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, they really are. Oh, those are, b- oh, I see. Those are bones from the leg, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's in there. Ooh. Grody. Them bones. <laughs> Them bones. <laughs> Them thigh boot bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool and weird. I'm sorry I didn't look up whether or not it was pronounced Thames or Thames. Oh, it's okay. Don't worry about that. So, um, sorry about it. Just know that I might be wrong. Sorry, UK friends. 
It's okay. You no. know what you could do is uh, maybe let us know on um, our social media. Yeah, at FakeHeadPod. At FakeHeadPod on Twitter, at FakeHeadlinesPodcast on Facebook and Instagram. And also you can email us at FakeHeadlinesPodcast at gmail.com. Yes, or visit us at FakeHeadlinesPodcast.com as well. So many different outlets for people. Yeah. So and many ways to connect. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, shoot us an email, leave us a comment. Uh, if you're on iTunes or uh, Apple Podcasts, if you wouldn't mind hitting the five stars and leaving a quick comment for us, we'd appreciate that as well. Yeah, that's this really cool. Just helps us uh, kind of get the word out. And of course, tell your friends. Yeah, that's the easiest way. Just share this, share it on social media. Tell your friends. Yeah. Um, Tiffany, I really cannot believe that I guessed the real article because I was kind of thinking that that was like I kind of picked that one because I thought that it was the most absurd of the three <laughs> and therefore I didn't think that it was going to be real. Like I almost thought like, I don't know. Like I just, I did not expect that to be the real <laughs> one because I really didn't know, but I was like, I'm just going to go with that one. Yeah. Like there was no real good reason for it. Yeah. But wow, that was good. Thank you. I had no idea. <laughs> Cause I mean, lo- logically the grandma spy is probably the most realistic sounding of those three. Yeah. You know, I did have to, I looked up, I wanted to make sure that 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 wasn't like a real thing that I just read somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a story, I think in like 2017 where a mom had to reveal f- to her kids that she worked for the CIA as a spy or something. Oh, weird. I didn't read the full, full article, but I, because we were crunched for time and I just wanted to make sure that we got recording. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's it's not the same. It's like a different circumstance. And like the idea I had in my head for this particular headline was r- vastly different from uh, whatever that circumstance was. So Gotcha. Well, yeah. good job, babe. Thank you. You yeah, too. That was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I can't believe we picked the same headline. Yeah, that was crazy. What a weird night. That's fun. <laughs> but hey, it happens. And I'm so glad Romeo has his Juliet now. I mean, I can't wait to, to see what happens on February 14th. Let's just hope that they're feeling froggy on their date. <laughs> I just really hope their families don't oppose and it ends up in death. Oh, God, you're right. Oh, no. The, uh, you know, it'll always perplex me as to why people are like, Romeo and Juliet, so romantic. It's really not. They're teenagers who fell in love in like two seconds. We all know how those hormones work. And then they die at the end. <laughs> and then their families are sad. Oh. It's not, it's not a happy story. It's not a classic love story. It's not a happy ending. No. No. You know what is a happy ending? Our show. Oh. And here it is. Here it is. (laughs) Episode 40. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) That's mine. Do it.